Hi guys, how are you? Just kidding, I guess you can't answer that. Um, but always reach out, by the way. I just want to put that out there again. If you ever want to like continue any of these conversations, please, please reach out. I'm always happy to talk like, and listen. And I just... like. It's, it's a lot funner to do this in person because of, because of being able to afterwards, like, have, um, sorry, just putting this on silent, because of afterwards being able to have, like, all the conversations that we have after at the space, like, it's just insanely incredible, um, literally for bringing for, like, an hour after, um, but if anybody that listens to these recordings ever wants to reach out and just literally continue the conversation, talk more, like, um, I am very, very, very down for that, so never be afraid to do that okay chapter 26 chapter 20 we're right now in chapters of tanya that are talking about individual parts that show up and altereb is addressing how we can use the power of our soul the power of ourself to address those parts so chapter 26 was the part saying i'm sad because of what's actually happening either the troubles going on in my life or because i did a sin right just i'm such a loser and life is hard Chapter 27 was about, not about what's actually happening, but about the possibility of what's happening, meaning the potential, meaning I have these thoughts in my head. Sure, I'm not acting upon them. Sure, I'm not lashing out at the people around me, but I feel angry. Or sure, I'm not make, I'm not being compulsive about the thing that I'm having anxiety about, but I feel, the, I feel the anxiousness. It's coming up inside of me. So that's about the things that come up. And this person in chapter 27 saying, I just feel like a loser because of it. I'm sad because of it. Um, chapter 28 and again in both of those chapters Altareba used the voice of the soul to to help that part understand the truer reality the deeper reality um, and not in a way of arguing you know I thought that was so powerful there's there's this quote that um, in IFS language let's see if I can get it right <laughs> but mm, I forget it it'll come up later if I remember it but one, what, whatever, kind of a separate quote. I don't know if I made this up or if I read this somewhere, but that you don't ever have to let go of a part. It's very hard to let go of a part because parts don't want to let go. You know, parts are really there for us. Parts are protecting something that they feel is worth protecting. And usually it's a, a space inside of us that's really beautiful and holy and light-filled and loving, you know? Like, and, and we've learned because of animal soul's con- belief of separateness the animal soul learn that it's too dangerous to show that part to the world and so we gain this part that says oh be anxious so that you don't get hurt or be sad so you don't get hurt or be lonely so you don't get hurt or believe that nobody loves you that way you won't be vulnerable that way you won't get hurt like you know but parts are always in response and parts are always protective so why am i saying that oh yeah because i just noticed that the altar was very very clear about it like the altar isn't arguing with parts and if anything actually and today we're going to see this again and wow i'm just realizing das about it right now Whew, cool <laughs> in today's and ta- it's actually tomorrow's tanya but um dr Bid talks very much about not wrestling with the part not wrestling with it and i think that the reason why is because of this quote which again i don't know if i, I don't know if i heard it or i made it up but i say it a lot that you'd never have to let go of a part you never have to say part please let go of me because it doesn't help it's like telling a child that's having a tantrum stop tantruming (laughs) like what are you doing you're not accomplishing anything you know what i mean like the child's tantruming for a reason what you have to do is so you don't have to let go of a part what you can do is you can let the part know that she's allowed to let go that she's allowed to let go of you through giving her higher awareness 
through letting her know on often the way that you let parts know that she's allowed to let go of you is through introducing to that part yourself so this part is freaked out right overwhelmed scared anxious trying to protect you with these feelings for some reason one of the main reasons why that part isn't letting go of those feelings inside of your body is because she thinks that she's responsible to protect you and the only way that she knows how to protect you is through those intense feelings those those quote-unquote dark feelings so when you go over to her and it's so crazy because this is literally chapter 28 of tanya and i really only realizing it now that i'm speaking it out loud but when you go over to her and you say i'm here I'm here and I'm not my four-year-old self and I'm not my five-year-old self and I'm not my seven-year-old self and I'm not the self that got left behind by my mother when she didn't pick me up from school and I'm not the person that was abused and I'm not, I'm not the self that, you know, had that trauma. I'm not, I'm not any of those isolated moments in time that I experienced. I am self. I am the me beyond all of it. I am the me that has been observing it all. I am the me that has been inside of me experiencing it all and has survived and has not died. I am resilient. I am courageous and I have language, confident, full of clarity, full of love. I see the bigger picture. I see Anamavade. I am here now. And so you, you look at that part and once you show that part that you are here, that self is here, naturally what happens is the part says, oh, okay, I can let go of it. And sometimes she's not ready. Sometimes she's like, oh, I need you to stick around for a little longer before I let go. I need you to prove yourself to me. And that's fine. We, we do the work. You know what I mean? We're here for it. But we don't, have to, we don't have to force a part to let go. We, we, can, we don't have to let go of a part. We don't have to force ourselves, oh, get out of here, get out of here. What we can do is we can let the part know, now you can let go. So chapter 28 of Tanya is all about um, this person that's coming to the Alter Rebbe. So again, right, chapter 26, what is is making me feel like a loser? What is is too hard and I'm just lost and alone and I feel scared because of everything that is and I feel sad and overwhelmed because of what is right now. The response of the Alter Rebbe, God is what is. God is what is. Whether it was a mistake you did or something happening to you right now, God is what is. And again, what's happening in that moment of the Alter Rebbe telling us that, of the Alter Rebbe telling you that the soul is saying that, you're not going into the thought and being like, you actually don't have to feel anxious because blah 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 that's not what's happening the response of getting out of the sadness isn't battling with the sadness the response is adding in this higher perspective of the self what is how can the self show up to the part that allows the part to know okay wow i feel safe to let go of the sadness right now i feel safe to let go of the worry right now i feel safe to let go of the anxiety i trust that i will be protected even if i'm not displaying anxiety i trust that i'll be protected even if i'm not feeling sad and lonely and the way that it feels like that is because the self shows up and is like i'm here i'm here and i know the truth which is that god is everything god is real god is here and god is what is chapter 27 was this person saying i feel sad because of the thoughts that come to my mind so again you're not saying oh you shouldn't or you should or this and that you're just introducing this higher perspective of self and the self is saying i hear you (laughs) and i also know that this battle, this back and forth, this, this dealing with parts, this journey of life, this overcoming darkness, this looking at darkness and saying, I know you're not who I am. This is part of life. This is the journey. This is why I'm here. This is the dear of so I'm, I'm up for it. And so then what happens is the part doesn't say, oh, ah, the part just says, okay, I hear you, you know? So again, it's this it's perspective of you're not battling with these voices. You're just 
introducing this higher perspective, which we learned this higher perspective from the first 25 chapters of Tanya. So it's very holistic what's happening. Okay, anyways, chapter 28 of Tanya is this person coming to the Alter Rebbe, and this person is saying, Hi, Alter Rebbe, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> there's an issue here because even though it might be true that I am, that it, the purpose of my life is to deal with my parts and is to live in the space of soul and parts, of self and parts, where the self is actually able to hold my parts. Sure, that's fine. That's the purpose of my life. But here's the problem. <laughs> Sometimes I experience really high highs. I experience moments of divacus in davening or I'm experiencing the spiritual experience or I'm experiencing, I just finished therapy and I feel like so good and so alive and so happy or I'm trying to be there for somebody else and I am in the space of connecting to them and having empathy for them. And then suddenly, the darkness comes. Suddenly, the thought comes. Suddenly, the experience of the Yitzhahara, of the animal soul, the separateness consciousness, just pops into my head and wants me to be disconnected or angry or lonely or sad or anxious or to, you know, to be separate from the moment, essentially. That's what it is. It's really what it wants is for me to be not present, <laughs> which is actually a very easy way of seeing it. Like you're davening, you're having this intention during davening. And suddenly the animal soul comes and says, let's not be here. Let's go be somewhere else. Machshava zara. It's an alien thought. It's saying, don't be here, be there. And this person's looking at the altar and they're saying, am I just a hypocrite? Is my light even real? Is my light even worth anything? If at the moments where I'm experiencing this light, darkness can still come and say hi to me? What is light? What is the truth of this light if it's so easy to be infiltrated? And I, personally, I relate to this very much. And I actually was recently talking to somebody and <laughs> they were saying that they, they were having this experience also of like, I'm having this higher awareness and this deep, I'm, I'm really getting this deeper truth right now. And then suddenly all the other thoughts just come and say hi also. And it's like, is this even real? Am I even accomplishing anything? <laughs> you know, like what is my light what is the is this even truth if darkness can still come if non-presence can still come like oh so i'm so present and i'm such i'm being a good friend and then suddenly i'm feeling so disconnected suddenly i like just want to go eat dinner (laughs) it's like am i even a good friend am i even am i even present at all if i if i can just be so easily distracted you know what even is my presence worth so that's the question of today's tanya and today and tomorrow's tanya and Let's start inside. Okay. The afilu im naiflim lo. Wow. And I, honestly, I'll be honest. <laughs> I understood today's Tanya to an extent before I started this recording, but now I'm actually understanding it for real and it's very wonderful. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to teach this Tanya because the way that I understand it after I teach it is a completely different way of understanding it from before I teach it. So thank you. Okay. Um, so even if these imaginings these desires of what is right these mo- these i'll just translate it so imaginings of taivas so again we've been translating taivas as Taiva's has a bad rap of, ooh, Taiva, you have Taiva, da-da-da. But Taiva is the desire for anything that isn't right now. Taiva is anything that, I don't even need to repeat that because that's literally what it is. It's, it's a desire for anything that isn't right now. I have 
a healthy dinner in front of me and I have the taiva for chocolate cake, right? Because if chocolate cake's in front of you and you're eating it, that's, that's fine. It's not a taiva as long, but what would be a taiva, even if it's in front of you, is to want so much of it right now, to want to eat all of it right now. Eating it normally and slowly and, and regularly, it's not a taiva. It's just, it's a, you want food. <laughs> you know what I mean? The taiva is specifically, the word taiva is specifically on things that are non-present. I, I want something that I don't have. I desire something that, it, that doesn't belong to me. Um, so you're having these imaginings of taivas, this, right? Usha'ar machshavas or other thoughts, machshavas zaris, alien thoughts. So machshavas zaris. This is we talked about this in Parakhav Zayin too, because this is the this was the question of Parakhav Zayin that I still have these machshavas zaris. I still have these hirhuri taivas. Sure, I'm not acting upon them. Sure, I am maintaining my presence. I'm maintaining my connectivity and my higher soul consciousness and all of that but i still have these thoughts that are bringing me down that are bringing me to other places other places other than my soul's place other places other than reflection of hashem and reflection of truth place um so here we aka by the way any um negative feeling so so when are these emotion when are these experiences happening specifically during Torah, Torah learning or prayer with intention, aka during a time where my higher soul is trying to be slash meant to be expressed. So I'm actively trying right now to live with my higher sense of self, my higher soul. And yet these things are still coming up. And so again, the question is like, is this even worth anything? Is my higher self, is my soul even worth anything? Is, is my light worth anything if darkness can just come and infiltrate? Okay. All yashas leave. Okay, so what is the answer? What, should, what is Altavar telling this person to do? All yashas leave alehen. He should pay no attention to them. But he should remove his mind from them immediately. So, now I just got distracted. I think I have to go somewhere where there aren't my entire family around. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to record this, Tanya. Okay, I'll be back in one second. Okay, hi guys, I'm back. Turns out it's a little awkward to record Tanya with your whole family walking around. Um, so, anyways, um, basically, okay, so we're just continuing in Hebrew. Um, even if they come up upon him while he is engaged with his higher self intention, and again, the question is like, is this even worth anything? You know, so it like is my higher self's experience even even valid if this is still coming up? So what Dr. is gonna say next is gonna be put into context later. He's first telling us what we are how we're meant to respond, and then he's gonna tell us why we're meant to respond that way. So I'm just gonna instead of explaining it in my own words, I'm just gonna wait for the Hebrew. So just have patience. Okay. He should pay them no attention and avert his mind from them immediately. And essentially, that's it's a command that Zaltarba is telling us to do, and it's also permission, because that's really the first time that he's telling us to do this. You know, until now, the response to the Zaltarba has been to push it away with two hands, to make set times to engage with them, to, you know, very much more acknowledgement of the part of the thing that's coming up whereas here the author was really telling you like 
literally and he's gonna tell us later also like literally pretend it doesn't even it's not even showing up like really ignore it and there's a diff and you're gonna see there's a difference between when this darkness is showing up when i'm in the middle of light versus when the darkness is showing up when i'm just in the middle of my regular day you know so we're gonna see okay vegam and he should not be so foolish as to engage with this thing called ha'alas hamidas which is sublimation of the midos of this thought so sublimation of the midos essentially is when you find the light source of darkness which is interestingly enough, I'm, I'm i'm curious i want to talk to more people about this because i am curious about it because really like even in ifs people you do do this like i wonder if this is different than that question of if you weren't protecting me through anxiety what would you be doing you know what i mean like and discovering the inner intention of a part that's showing up as darkness quote unquote as as a negative um it really always has a positive inner always 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 that's literally no bad parts that's the that's the inner um dimension of ifs it's one of the main themes of ifs so I'm curious if that is halas hamidos, and if so, I'm curious about it because Altarba is going to continue to tell us is that that's only for tzaddikim. So I don't know the answer. This is all just questions, but I am curious about if it's if we're able to do that when we're in a tzaddik state. Meaning, a tzaddik state would be somebody who doesn't have parts. So I wonder if the only time to be able to do halas hamidos is in a state where you're saying I am so not identified with that part that I'm able to actually look at it and talk to it. So I'm, I'm curious if it's an internal state of tzaddik that's able to do this work um, or if it really only, only is tzaddik. I'm, I'm, it's a lot of questions, but... Okay. Um, like it's known. Such things were only intended for tzaddikim. So again, curious. What is, how did the altar define tzaddik here? That the tzaddik does not have any of these machshavazars of their own only of others so again it's possible that there's two options here maybe it only tzadikim and maybe this halas hamidos is something beyond the scope of ifs you know beyond the scope of what we're able to do with our own parts maybe something much deeper and more profound um and if it is something that we're actually able to do then maybe the only time we're able to do it is when we're in a state of tzadik when we're in a state of these parts are coming from me but they are not me they are really 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 not me meaning it's coming from something else inside of me this part and so now i'm able to look at it and be like hi so i, I don't know I'm, I'm curious about it um a lot more to talk about and think about and ask about so i'm definitely going to look into that aval but misha oh nope. okay aval misha um as for one who there occurs uh um oh, somebody whose thought comes from their own self aka <coughs> not a tzaddik <coughs> sorry from their own ra that's in their own heart how can he raise it above when he is bound below so Essentially, you can't pick yourself up from your ears. So if you are the one that's experiencing this darkness, if you're the one that is having this negative thought pop up in your head, how can you raise it up there if it's inside of you and you are down here? It would be like, literally like picking yourself up from your ears. 
Um, af, al, af, but I, I'm so curious about this, and I'm sorry that I don't have all the answers right now. I pretty much never have all the answers, but right now I'm being shown that direct sunlight that I don't have these answers. But I do have the questions, and I think that that's cool. Like, there's a part of me that, and maybe this is self, actually, I don't know, but that would almost rather have questions than have all the answers, you know? Like, <clears throat> like <clears throat> guys, wow, this Tanya is so choppy. I feel like these coughing attacks never come up except for in Tanya. It's like Hashem being like, Hana, like, let go of your ego. <laughs> like, no ego involved. Like, <laughs> you think you're making these, like, cool podcasts? You're not. <laughs> Ooh, okay, what a pot, what a what a recording this is. Okay, just continuing to flow here um, because I want to do tomorrow's Tanya today too um, because I'm two hours behind East Coast now, so I want to be able to have it for Matzah Shabbos. Af al pikain, nevertheless, even though so now this person is having this experience of light, then this darkness comes over him, and he's like, I feel like such a loser. Is my light even worth anything? So then he's like, okay, so maybe I have this opportunity to elevate this light. But then the author is saying, actually, no, no, no. Now is the time to ignore it. And now this person's like, what the heck? Then what? what is what is happening here? Am, am I just like this loser now? Like, what? what's the plan? You know, like, so what does Alter Abba respond? Even though you cannot transform this darkness right now. He should not feel dejected or despicable. Literally, the author will use the word despicable, nivze. Like, literally, you should not feel like a loser. In this time of your divine service, in this time of connection to somebody else, davening, Torah learning, higher self revealed, that has to be with simcha. So I'm sure, I think it's going to come up in Hebrew, but I just want to say this quickly because just to give clarity on this, a very easy way of understanding this to me was when I thought of it in the context of like you don't do therapy on your wedding day like it's your you do therapy right therapy is awesome and we're meant to do therapy but then what these moments that I'll talking about it's these moments of when we're inside we're not planning for our divine service we are inside of our divine service we are inside a moment of our higher self and in those moments we're going to see why later also, but it's not the time to get into it. It's the time to stay focused on my mission. And the reason why I'm able to do that, the reason why I'm allowed to do that, is because as the altar is going to say, the thought that's coming to me is also on its own mission. Just like that guy, the villager guy, that villager story, he's on his own mission and I'm allowed to stay on my mission because even in this moment, I have another soul. I never only have one soul. So the fact that this other soul is showing up with its own voice right now, it doesn't make my godly soul, which is the one shining with this illuminating light, any less worthy. But I have permission to not do therapy on my on my wedding day. It's It's really a permission. Just because I'm feeling anxious, it doesn't mean that I have to lean into it. I have permission not to. I'm really flying today. I'm going to just finish this in Hebrew and then <laughs> we continue tomorrow. Okay. On the contrary, he should draw fresh strength and intensify his determination with all of his power to pray with concentration, with even greater joy and gladness. When he 
realizes that when he puts his heart on that where did this thought come from it came from his left part of his heart which is in constant war constant battle with the my godly soul like we in test that it's not that the godly soul and the animal soul just sit by, side by side. They're constantly engaging with each other. It's known in the way of combatants and similarly of wrestlers. That when one is gaining the upper hand, I'm being strong. The other one is going to try its best to come topple me because I'm showing strength and we're in constant, we're in war. So if I'm trying about to win, you're going to start trying to get me down. So too, when my divine soul is exerting itself and mustering all its, all its strength and the altar of his example here is in davening, I am alive with my godly soul. My godly soul is on fire and I feel it and I'm aware of it and I'm in it. And this is like connectivity and like Mashiach is here. And then suddenly the thought comes, what's happening? Why did that thought come? As I gam klipa miskaberas kenegda, the animal souls is gonna, the animal soul is gonna try and use its strength to counter it. To make it confused and to topple it with its own machshava zara. Oh, you don't have to be so present. Oh, let's get distracted. Oh, let's start feeling anxious. Let's get worried about the future. Let's think about, let's get sad about the past, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> but that is always a response to the godly soul's um, strength. So again, the main theme here, actually, I'm not even going to say the main theme here because I have no idea what the main theme here is. <laughs> Literally, I have no idea. All right, l'chaim, and hopefully there'll be more clarity tomorrow, which is the continuation and finishing of this chapter. All right.